Welcome to the Horsewise Podcast with Lynn Reardon, where we share stories of horses and people and what they teach each other. On today's episode, I'll share a fun exercise that is perfect for winter weather because all you need is yourself, your vehicle, and some groceries. I hope you enjoy the show and have a wonderful day. Today, I have a fun exercise for you to practice and enjoy, even if you're experiencing extreme winter weather and riding is just not an option. In fact, this particular exercise requires that you aren't with your horse or at the barn or really doing anything horse related. It's an exercise that I stumbled upon accidentally that made a huge difference in my awareness as a rider and really changed some things about how I viewed my form and equitation, as well as kind of more subtle things like how my horse was responding to my aids. So just kind of bear with me. It's going to sound silly, but I want you to pay attention and enjoy practicing this exercise. There are two daily kind of routine activities that you're going to apply this exercise to during the course of, let's say, take a few days, maybe over the course of the weekend or whatever is most convenient for you, maybe the first part of your normal workday week too. So what I want you to do is pay attention in a low key way whenever you get in and out of your vehicle. How do you walk towards your vehicle? How do you get in your vehicle? Which I know sounds like a really silly question, but just sort of pay attention to it. How do you place yourself in your vehicle? What do you do with all of the things that are in your hands? If you're bringing, you know, whatever you're bringing, if you have a briefcase, if you're carrying your laptop to work, if you have a purse or whatever, how do you deal with those things? You put them in the back seat, you put them in the front seat. How do you do that? And then go ahead and go about your business and drive. And when you get to your destination, go ahead and get your items, gather them and exit your vehicle. And then when you're about five or six steps away from your vehicle, heading wherever you're going, kind of pause and think about how you just did that. How did you gather the items? How did you lock the door? How are you rushed? Are you sort of slow, kind of laid back? Are you distracted? Did you drop something? Did you have a problem with the key or the lock? So the point is not for you to like rigidly be writing down notes of every little movement that you're doing or to try to change anything that you're doing. This is about judging how you're doing it pointing out where you could do it, quote, better or more efficiently. I'd just like you to have in the back of your mind, hey, how did I do that? How did I get out of the vehicle? Do I have any pattern that I see? And then just go about the rest of your day normally. But every time you get in and out of your vehicle, just have a mental note, sort of go, hey, how am I doing this? Or is there anything that I notice? Anything that is common, a common pattern? And do that, like I said, for a few days. Sometimes you'll forget. You're supposed to forget. But what I'd like to do is just sort of build an awareness in you where you might be halfway out of your car, your truck, and you're like, oh, right, I was supposed to think about that. And then you'll just notice what you're doing in that moment. At first, it'll seem really strange. Like, what am I supposed to be noticing? But if you keep practicing the exercise, you will definitely start to notice things. That'll be pretty interesting. And especially as you take it into account over multiple days, you'll see a pattern. Now, the second day-to-day thing that I'd like you to pay attention to how you do is grocery shopping. Or if you don't grocery shop, like 
I tend to just have my groceries done through curbside where I order them online and then pick them up at the curb. If you're like me and you do that, then the activity I'd like you to pay attention to is how you unload your groceries when they come home. So if you are a normal grocery shopper and you like to actually go into the store and shop with your cart, I want you to pay attention to that. So in that case, you would be just aware of how do you shop? Do you take each region sort of of the grocery store and go, okay, now I'm focusing on produce and you're very organized about it? Or do you tend to sort of wander around to see what catches your eye? Do you have a rigid list or do you kind of keep that in your head? Like, you know what you need. Um, how do you respond to the inevitable traffic in the aisles with other grocery carts? Do you kind of grit your teeth? Do you get frustrated with people? Or are you one of the people who's actually blocking the aisle and have no idea that you're doing that? And then how are you sort of organizing the items in your grocery cart? Do you kind of throw them in wherever? Do you have a plan you like to follow? How do you do that? And then the last thing is how are you in the checkout line? Do you sort of have this search and destroy strategy of finding the shortest line no matter what? Or do you just sort of pull up to the nearest one there and hang out depending on how your mood is? You're happy to be there for a longer amount of time. Maybe you're going to surf on your phone or whatever it is. Or are you just so impatient? Like you cannot even be in that line for any second longer than you have to be. So take kind of account of all that. And also while you're going back to your vehicle with your groceries, notice how you notice how you empty the groceries into your vehicle and how you get into your vehicle and so forth, just like the first exercise. Again, if you're like me and you do curbside, I want you to pay attention to how you then unload your vehicle once you get home with all the groceries. So you carry them out of the vehicle. Do you put as many bags as possible in one hand? And because to actually go back for multiple trips to unload groceries is like the worst thing ever. Or do you take a reasonable amount in each hand and just go in and deposit them kind of on your kitchen counter and begin unloading them? Is there a system to how you unload or is it just whatever, perishables first? Kind of think about that. Think about, do you rush through it? Do you just sort of meander through it? Do you not do anything that you can really see that's particularly noticeable. How do you put the bags away? Do you recycle paper bags? Do you have the plastic bags? What do you do with the plastic bags? All of that kind of, you know, fun pattern. Just pay attention to that. Now, it's not just, again, the technical physical things that you do. You're not just sort of recording in your mind, well, first I take my right foot and I put it here and then I take my left hand and I lift the grocery bag to the counter. That's not so much what I'm looking for in this exercise. What I want you to pay attention is sort of the overall tone of what you're doing and how you're doing it. So are you kind of in an efficient frame of mind? Is everything fairly efficient? Do you, again, do you drop things? Do you forget things? Do you have to go back to the vehicle? Do you, on a regular basis, kind of have a feeling of stress or pressure when you're coming in and out of your vehicle. Again, whether it's might be related to where you're going, it might be work, or it might be that you hate the grocery store, which is kind of my thing, um, or whatever it is, wherever you're going, that it's something that is sort of uh, an irritation or an errand, going to get gas or whatever, you never really are excited to be doing that. Or even if it's just a routine kind of errand that you do enjoy going and doing, 
um, that you notice that you still have certain patterns in how you approach it. Okay, so now I know you're probably all thinking this sounds like a really completely not important exercise. Like what could I possibly gain from this that would help me with my riding or my horse? Particularly since the rules of the exercise are that I don't do it when I'm at the barn or when I'm going to and from the barn or anything to do with barns, horses, my usual equestrian activities. And so to illustrate this, I'm going to share with you how this exercise helped me. And again, I stumbled on it totally accidentally. So a couple years ago, I had started doing a really low key meditation app called Headspace. And I'll include some, some links in the show notes to that particular app. And I'm not a person who's really into meditating. I've always been someone who, I've always thought of myself as way too restless to meditate. I like to be on the go. But I decided to try it. And this particular app has this guy with a great British accent. It's very mellow and soothing. So I started to listen to that. And I think I would did it every day, I think for about maybe three or four months. And I started to slowly have a little bit more of a detached perspective about ordinary things I never thought about. It wasn't like I was trying to get some kind of insight, but I just, I guess your mind gets a little quieter. So you actually observe things a little differently. And one day I noticed I had driven to the grocery store and I was getting out and I caught myself about halfway through my truck door, realizing that I had this really frantic air about me, even though I was totally not stressed that day. It was just a normal, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. And by frantic air, I mean, I had noticed that I had pulled into the parking place, shut off the engine with this kind of rushed, ah, shut it off really quickly as if I'd gotten the very last parking spot. And I grabbed at my pocketbook and my jacket and I had them kind of clutched in my right hand, clutched actually to my chest, like someone was going to take them away from me. And I opened the truck door abruptly and I kind of halfway, it's not that I fell out, but I kind of sprawled out. I didn't like step down with any kind of gracefulness at all. And it wasn't because I was, uh, I had slipped or anything. It was just, it was like my normal momentum was I would just kind of leap out of the vehicle and head out to the grocery store. And I kind of noted that and I'm like, what's that all about? And then I closed up my vehicle and off I went to the grocery store. On my way back, I loaded up the groceries and I noticed that I did kind of the same thing. I didn't just put the groceries away into the back seat. I kind of tossed them in there. Again, really rushed as if someone was uh, after me or something. Again, I don't want you to think that I was like whirling around out there, but I just noted like, why am I doing this? Like I'm in a hurry. This is a totally lazy day. And then I got into the truck and off I went. I started to notice that that was how I got in and out of vehicles every single day, no matter what I was doing, no matter what my mood was. And that intrigued me. I was like, why do I do that? Like, what is behind that? And what is sort of the impression that that is giving to me internally? And as I thought about it more, I realized that it all related back to when I used to live in DC and have office job. This was before I did horses full time. And I was always wanting to not be at the office, as you can imagine. But I also had this huge commute. So this was in Washington, D.C., which is a notoriously kind of traffic congested area. So just to even get anywhere in the vehicle, like particularly, again, going to commute to the office, 
going to the grocery store afterwards, like after work, was always felt like this kind of blood sport, you know, like you just, you had to get in the right lane at a certain time, or you had to absolutely get that parking place, or you're going to have to walk forever to the grocery store and all this kind of thing. And of course, the grocery stores would be super crowded too. So it was a little bit of a game of chance. Like, can you even get through your aisle? And that was also a time in my life when I was frustrated because I owned horses, but I didn't do much with them. And I was coming to realize that I had a conflict in my life that I needed a different kind of career. I didn't know at the time that it would become horses, but I knew I needed something different. So I had that kind of rush, rush, multitask, stressed mentality that I brought to everything with my vehicle. And also predictably with shopping, you know, shopping was something I would do like just because I had to, and it was almost stressful. And the more I thought about it, I saw that the pattern was about transitions. The transition between getting in and out of the vehicle usually means that's a transition in a key activity. I'm going somewhere, I stop, I get out of the vehicle and I go to do the next thing. And I realized that that same tone was something I was taking to my horse. So when I arrived at the barn, I would have that same kind of energy. This is just, I didn't even know that was what I was putting out there. But just when you do those kind of physical patterns, if you rush physically, if you're kind of leaping out of the vehicle, even if you feel calm mentally, your body is kind of conveying to the horse and to other people in a subtle body language way that you have a little bit of stress and pressure about you, that you're rushing, that you don't think that there's time to do the transition properly. Well, you can imagine if you bring that just a little bit to your horse, that when you ask your horse for a transition, you might have in your mind and in your muscle memory, this idea that transitions that you do every day, routine basis, nothing to do with horses, that those are fraught with a little bit of excitement and tension. At least that's what it was for me. I had no idea that I had been doing that. It was so subconscious, it was so under the surface, and it was so habituated from an era in my life that was long past, but I still carried it forward. And that's sometimes what we do with our horses is we have these patterns. In this case, it's more of a pattern about a tone rather than something that you are automatically doing for your horse physically. But if you bring a certain tone to a movement or a transition, because that's just how you do transitions in your day-to-day life, in your vehicle, your horse is going to feel that and they'll respond accordingly. And then you might find that transitions at times can be a little more abrupt or a little less smooth than you would like between you and your horse. This all goes back to a principle and philosophy that essentially states that how you are anywhere is how you are everywhere. And what that means in this case is if you tend to, in your day-to-day life with routine activities, either rush around or be super distracted or be really maybe kind of sleepy and unaware or maybe a little bit even um, careless because you are so laid back, you're going to bring that to other areas as well in small ways or big ways. And typically our horses, as we all know, tend to be a mirror of ourselves in both physical ways and in other ways. And so look at the patterns, like I said, in your small activities, getting in and out of your vehicle, grocery shopping, day to day, because those are the most mundane activities we all do on a daily basis. 
and see if you notice patterns that are maybe carrying over to your writing. And please do this exercise with a fun kind of playful note. It isn't supposed to make you feel bad or feel critical of yourself for, quote, again, not doing things right. It's just really, I think, interesting and fun to see all these small ways that our personality and our patterns physically, kind of mentally, can come out and how then the horse can mirror them back to us in ways we hadn't realized. If this exercise was useful for you and you discovered some things you didn't expect, please send me an email and share your story, especially if it's funny. For most people, the exercise will make them laugh. I know it made me laugh at myself quite a bit. My email is horsewisecoach at iCloud.com, and I look forward to hearing from some of you and sharing your stories on the podcast as well. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.